Happy New Year. Here we are starting a brand new year. It's 2023 and believe it or not, this podcast is now two years old. Wow. But we're just getting started really, aren't we? I mean, this beautiful, complicated, misunderstood and still, in my view, much underappreciated sense. It deserves to be explored from so many different angles. And that's what we do here on An Aromatic Life. We explore, we discover, we get opened up to more possibilities. You know, I was reflecting on the past year and I do have to say, we're making some progress in terms of elevating, of bringing awareness for our sense of smell. Thanks to all of you who listen, who share episodes that resonate with you, who are maybe just maybe engaging with smelling that much more because you're inspired by what you hear on this show. That's my goal. Nothing would make me happier than having you think about your sense of smell more. So on this anniversary episode, as I did last year at this time, I want to share what some of my guests said when I asked them, what does the sense of smell mean to you? Because you know, when you start a new year, there's a chance to try new things. And with this episode, I'm hoping you'll take an idea or two, just a little nugget, something that someone said that got you thinking a little, and apply that throughout this year. Just try it out. Add just one thing, whether that's being more curious about the smells around you, or getting family members to be more curious, especially your children. Start them early, please. Even friends friends you get together with, add the activity of smelling, of talking about smells, add that more, spread the word. Try actively smelling the good, the bad, even the ugly, all of it, because every odor is worth connecting with. But if you feel that all that might be a bit much for you at this time, then I just ask that you simply appreciate that you have access to your sense of smell that it's not something you just take for granted. Because as you'll be reminded by some of my guests who aren't able to smell, even some who've never known smells, for them it's more complicated. Let's recognize that and remember that we smellers can be an ally and a great support. As I'll continue to say, we're all in this together, right? This coming year, I'm gonna continue putting a spotlight on people all across the smell spectrum but I'm also gonna introduce new smell topics, important smell topics that affect us in our everyday lives that you may not have thought about much because I want you to continue to be curious about this elusive sense. And there's still so much more to know. At any rate, let's get started. Enjoy this anniversary summary of my question, what does the sense of smell mean to you? This is An Aromatic Life, the podcast that aims to shed light on our beautiful sense of smell and increase its profile in a culture dominated by sight and sound. My name is Frau Gagalia. I'm a certified aromatherapist and smell coach who spent over 20 years in and around the fragrance industry. What I know for sure after all these years is that our sense of smell is powerful, yet is so underappreciated. There's so much we can do to harness our sense of smell to be well. So join me as I explore this mesmerizing sense from all different angles and learn what it can do for you. Enjoy the show. 
Well, I mean, so much of it is linked to not being able to do it um, right. for me. That um, for me, like, I guess, like, if you were to ask that question to somebody who could smell, they'd think of all the memories of things that they could smell. But for me, I think about all the memories of times that I couldn't smell and was curious. Right. Um, and those memories come to the forefront. And it's not like they're lacking, or it's just, that's my experience. Like I, I can remember being in cars and things out the window and different countries I visited or, or different people I've been close to and like just experiences where smell was a part of it where I, I couldn't quite get there, obviously. And um, I needed somebody or had, or had to use my own imagination for what the experience was like. Th like, that's what I think about. But um, I'm also aware of what it's like for most people. I mean, it, it does, for, for memory, I think it's fascinating to me because it's just something that I can't do. Um, but you have memories nonetheless. I do have them. Uh, so it, that's why I can understand it with uh, kind of like a joyful kind of, the, the mystery is joyful, <laughs> but I, I can, yeah. That's that for me is the most fascinating part of it. Like where somebody opens a book or something and smells their house or, you know, that to me is amazing. But, you know, it's like it's interesting, too. It's like films and stuff. The filmmaking does the same kind of thing. And that's like that's what I do. So it's like with with film, it does the same. Like you could see an image or something or like the way it's lit or whatever, or like the way somebody looks or, or says something, it can remind you of something in your own life. So it's, it's, it's similar, I, I, I think. Well, that's the first, <laughs> a big sigh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, we're talking about smell, <laughs> like, and how important it is. Oh, of course, you know, yeah. I appreciate I'm on this podcast, but you know, <laughs> but, and, and then second would just be like loneliness and isolation like everyone's always talking about this thing that you just have no idea about you you don't even have a concept that exists it's not like oh I'm a, like I know there's something in the periphery or like oh I know there's something but I can't quite get it it's like I have no idea no it concept well, of it yeah yeah it's it's not like I've had it and forgot and lost it and therefore had an idea of what it should be it just doesn't exist yeah yeah and then you just feel isolated because no one else understands that so do you feel yeah. like people are talking about smells a lot <sighs> More than be interesting to hear for me to yeah because I probably don't realize it because it's just it's one weird. of many things you know but for you it sticks out people don't think they talk about smell a lot Okay. They, but I think if you, if you're constantly aware that you don't know what they're talking about, it gets brought up a lot. It's like, ah, oh, this smells amazing. Like when food comes out or like walking in, oh, we're having this. Mm. How do you know? Oh, the fire's on. How do you know? Oh, like, you know, it's all of these little things like, and it's stuff like you'll see air freshener and you're like, okay. oh, that's ah. for those people. Those that's for those weirdos who have a sense of smell. They need okay. to freshen this air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. yeah. So there's just constant reminders that you are you, like you don't know what's happening, and someone else has something that you don't. Well, I have to say that 
it's re been redefined since I've met Dia Klein. Uh, we met online and we met through correspondence. I was traveling, living in Germany or visiting Germany. And one of the first <clears throat> things she said is, I can't smell. I have anosmia. I didn't even know what that meant. I never even thought of that as a disability. I think of it as a disability. I just want to say that. I don't want to compare one to the other. I think it's a disability. Mm -hmm. It took me a while to remember in the beginning that she had this disability and I could not even spell it. So I did not really think about smell until I met somebody that did not have smell. And I dismissed it, unfortunately, because I think the first question I associated smell with is taste. Oh. And I didn't ask her, what's it like to not smell? I asked, can you taste everything? And she's, you know, she can taste some things. She likes to compare taste to we get a hundred crayons in the crayon box or the cheap one gets, gives you 16. She got the cheap one. For me, the sense of smell pleasant and unpleasant is who I am. The smell of rain, grass, flowers, perfume, the, everything influences my mood. So, and indeed nasty smells also are very horrific for me. I've always been like a kind of person that would go, oh yikes, this is terrible. This doesn't smell nice. And uh, beautiful aromas, they enhance my appetite. And well, right now, I'm exactly, and I've always been the opposite of what Thelma is right now. Mm. Uh, very sensitive to pleasant and unpleasant smells. Whereas Thelma, she, uh, she knew before how to smell, and now she, she doesn't. It's an interesting question because it's now been a year and a half <clears throat> where I've been thinking about the sense of smell more than I've ever thought about it in my life and the sense of taste. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're yeah. kind of linked. Um, but um, what what I find quite interesting, Anna Louise lost her smell and she began to feel like it was going to be there for an indefinite amount of time, which she became, began to feel hopeless. And um, I think in that moment, she described the feeling of, uh, like of life having a lot less color in it. Now, I know colors associated with sight, and um and, and you know blindness and all that there but i think it was more like an in-depth feeling she's like a lot of things that she enjoyed were, were removed and she kind of kind of portrays that as a, you know, this life itself kind of got a little bit sad and as the time went on you know exploring you know walking down the street or going anywhere with her eating food eating dinners and stuff like that there I became obviously a lot more sympathetic and empathetic towards somebody in that situation. But I find it interesting to this day when we explain to our friends when they haven't had any loss of taste and smell in the not so distant past, sometimes they 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 chuckle or they they're not really sympathetic towards that feeling. And it's only until they, a lot of my friends and people I know have had COVID and they've come to me and said, oh, you know, I lost my sense of smell for two weeks or whatever. And I can't imagine what it's like for more than a year. You know, that's it's horrible. And it wasn't really until people kind of felt it that they were able to really empathize with that sort of um, scenario. But uh, the difference is 
somebody who lives with somebody, you can really, really kind of, you know, you suffer with them and you, you know, it's just not, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's a very underrated thing, your sense of taste and smell. I think much more underrated than, than what people are really aware of. And, and we have five senses and I think what people, people tend to rank them. And of course, sight is very important to us. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people I think would, would, would consider that sense to be the, the, the most, but I think taste and smell um, are senses that you definitely don't want to disregard. My sense of smell, I would say uh, some words that first come to mind would be things like connection, um, uh, kind of a wider perception of something. But I definitely feel like I use my sense of smell um, as part of how I navigate or orientate myself in where, you know, the world, the experience that I'm having. Um, it helps kind of, it's a tool I use for listening, right? Like oh. I listen through my sense of smell to the environment, to the people. Um, and that's what I mean when I say I use it as a sense of, of orientation in the world. I also lost my sense of smell during COVID. I had Did it you? over a year ago and it was very disorientating and it was very upsetting. And I realized, um, you know, of course we all realize its value when it's not there, right? right. But um, yeah, I really struggled actually. It, it was quite distressful. I, I, I feel like it was almost like a, a, a trauma not to have my sense of smell. And thankfully it did come back. I think it was a total of three months. Okay. Um, but I did work with smell training. And, oh, good. Um, and I also, just because I smell everything, right? It was like every day, I'm like smelling, smelling, like just trying, you know, evoking that that sense again. So, but I'm very grateful um, that I did get it back. And I, I, you know, my heart goes out to people who are still struggling with the loss. Yeah, that's, a, that's such a good question. Um, it means to me, feel comfortable, safe, um, uh, it helps me feel, makes me feel coming to my own. It, does it make sense? Yeah. And so that's what it means. And I remember you asking me if I was connected to aromatics as a child. No, <laughs> no. I wasn't so, either. No, it's it's a very no, honest answer. I so mean, you don't... yeah, I need to be honest about that. Yeah. I wasn't connected as a child. I only got to know the value of scent and fragrance and what it does to people when I was way, way beyond my nursing career. Uh, uh, when I started to get to get uh, to go into aromatherapy as a holistic uh, uh, modality for a nurse to integrate into the nurse's skills. And so that's when I really got to know uh, smell. But then before that, I'm a very old fashioned type of girl. <laughs> I I'm still into Chanel 5. Oh, and nice. yes. Uh, and so that is a classic for me. And in the summer, I, like, I still like Anaïs Anaïs. And so I don't that know That was my anything. first perfume. Anaïs. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. That and so that is, that is, um, and I never go into perfumeries because the scent is so overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Even when you walk in front of the door rather than in the store. And so that has always been too much for me. Maybe I had already a very sensitive soul to smell, but I never knew about it. I'll put it into three words. 
one, connection, two, communication, and um, three, maybe emotions. So communication, because it's how we communicate with everything around us, like everything. Um, I remember a few weeks ago, there's this, there's this, um, I don't know whether you've heard of planting before. Have you heard of like, you know, the planting, which is like the, the, the other type of banana. It's oh, like plantain. a banana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plantains, yes. So we like the fried plantains. I, I love fried plantains and um, it's called dodo in, okay. in, in my, yeah, it's called dodo. And so I love it so much. And this particular day I was having it and it was on my plate. And I noticed that something was really off. I said, I, it smells funny, right? And I kept on asking um, the kids in the house. I was like, why does this thing have this smell that I'm trying to place my finger on what it smells like? And I said, it has a metallic smell. It has, it's just something that was just not, it wasn't there. I, I, I could feel it, but I couldn't really place it. And like I met that, like I thought, I said, it smells metallic. We need to go back. And we started to trace back where the smell came from. Apparently, it was, you know, those coated pants? Yes. So one of my girls somehow was using an old pant that was supposed to have been discarded like long time ago. And the, you know, that black thing that is that the coat itself? Yeah, yeah. It was into the fried the fried food so it oh. actually was in the food and I said no I'm not eating this again so you see see my point you see what I'm talking about yeah you know communication and connection yes. so because we're able to connect with it we are able to save even ourselves yeah my, my son my three-year-old son has a very deep connection with food through smelling yes he knows three what years he's old yeah, three years old. So he, he smells the food to know whether he's going to eat it. Interesting. Where do you think he got that from? I honestly don't know. From you, because I you smell know. everything. Maybe he, he's been observing you. <laughs> I don't even know. But I, but I think, again, maybe you might have a point because, you know, when, when, you're, when we're kids, we tend to take on a lot of things smelling is one of the first senses that we we develop and uh, yeah you remember when a child is born and they can smell the the yeah. mom's you know yeah. body and all of that but what happens as we grow is that something happens along the way and somehow we get caught off i don't know how but we then get caught off and then in his own case possibly because he's born into a home or into with the mom who is so conscious about smelling now. So he's probably holding on to that thing that would ordinarily have been cut off. Yeah. Just maybe. I, I, I think there's something to that. There has to be, because imagine when you're a young child, you're observing your world constantly, right? It's, it's visual, yeah. but if you're seeing people around you smelling all the time and, and, and observing, talking about it, this and that, I think you become curious yourself as a child and very true. So well done, well done. You're doing something that most people don't do. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The sense of smell is one of those things that gives pleasure to life. Um, it's, it's a factor for intimacy. It's a factor for knowledge. It's a factor in... Well, smelling is, you know, human, human behavior. So it's a factor in everything that humans do in history, uh, you know, in in culture. So, yeah, I mean, I find it incredibly important, but of course I work with it. So I don't know if sometimes I wonder if, if it's just that important to me because, um, you know, to, to a worm in horseradish, the world is horseradish, you know, (laughs) um, maybe I'm like, it's really important because everybody I talk to is always about smell almost, you know, so. But yeah, I mean, I think I think objectively, it's it's uh, it's something that we all should pay attention to more. Well, it's funny that you say that because I don't know. Yeah, we you and I are both involved in, in the smelling world, have been for a long time, and but I do, you know, when I get together with friends around me who aren't thinking about their sense of smell all the time, it does make you pause to say, actually, most people aren't thinking about it, right? Totally. Yeah, I, think- I, I, I guess most people aren't, or when they are, it's mostly in the context of, I mean, the one thing about, you know, I teach a lot and everyone's like always asking, well, you know, what, you know, what is it that people like? And I'm like, well, what people like, who the hell knows, but what people <laughs> dislike is all pretty consistent. So, okay. you know, the, the, con- the, the, the disgust factor in smell. Yeah. Is the one thing I think we all really do share, you know, maybe I like Jasmine, maybe you like Rose, maybe, maybe we, you know, I don't like cassis, but you do, you know, that, that stuff's all, you know, taste and, and the culture and whatever, there's all stuff, sorts of stuff factoring into that, but disgust, disgust is something we all share. So, so that's, you know, extrapolating to your question a little bit, like in terms of what, how people interact with smell generally tends to be uh, either, oh, that smells really nice or mm, that smells delicious or ew, that is gross, you know? And, and I like that. I like that disgust part that, that I find that interesting because oftentimes we don't, we don't want to think about the disgust factor, but it's, it's real, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the messy part of our life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's something we all share, you know, we all <laughs> find dead bodies, you know, um, poo, things like that unpleasant to smell. So I think that's really interesting. Yeah, the, the sense of my sense of smell is how I engage with the world. Um, I, I smell everything, you know, uh, kind of like a dog, you know, or something. I'm always smelling, you know, and interest, very interested and fascinated by smell. So, um, uh, you know, if I'm in the grocery store, I'm smelling things. If I'm having tea, I'm smelling things. Um, if I'm putting on my clothes, I'm smelling me. I'm very interested in how complex and, and um, diverse just what you smell is and what you pick up. And yeah. so I, I find it a very fascinating way to just live my life. Um, I garden a lot. I, I'm interested in those smells. I like the impolite smells too of the body. I like, I like the whole thing. And I, I like that it's not so connected to language. So you have to search for what's going on with you or what you feel. And I'm also not very repulsed by smells. It's like, mm-hmm. I love the smell of a skunk. 
Okay. I like I like the funk. I yeah. like funky stuff a lot. You embrace and the funk, yes. The funk. I embrace the funk on all in, in all parts of my life. So I just I just kind of like it, and it's I like it in its kind of rawness and and in its unmarketed aspect. Not necessarily the finished product or perfume, but just the being alive piece. I love that. The sense of smell. It's it's a highway. It's a highway to so many places and memories. It's also, it has also become part of my identity. I'm incredibly shy and studying smells, working with smells, um, it's, it's like an anchor, something to hold on to. And you know, just as well as I do and all the listeners, when you meet another smell person, you feel at home right away. You can start talking. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Good conversation. So it's that. It's also the relation to my child and to my partner. It's the change of seasons. It's really being connected, I would say, closely connected to your environment and yourself. Oh, that I'll give you the response that I gave a few years back when I was at the Manel Center as a postdoc. So I started really delving into the research of smell and taste, and I was really focusing, you know, surrounded by many different scientists. And we're asking, like, what are you using your sense of smell for? And I'm just like, for to really enjoy the odor of the people I love. And that is still very true to me. So I, I have almost a one year old, but oh. if you ask me the best, smell memories of the past year I'll really have to say baby smell and so that that's still like that type of enjoyment that comes from you know uh, appreciating at all sensory levels like the people you enjoy like being with and that you love it's what makes my sense of smell very special to me you know and again when I'm saying sense of smell I I'm my sense of smell and is aligned with taste. But when I think about it in a larger um, context, for me, it's about identity. Oh, and it's about who you who you are as a person that we think about our personalities are formed, sometimes innate, that's kind of how we're born. But your life circumstances can shape your personality. Well, sense of smell, to me is an identity marker where sense of smell can shape and sh shape and help you remember your life experiences. So the things that you smell from an early childhood experiences connects you to people and places in your life. Um, it can also tell you a sense of where you've gone. So sense of smell is really about personal identity and kind of a little bit of like a roadmap of your life. The more I discover about the aromas we pick up that we don't even register, they just reassure us that we are in the right place at the right time. Those are the things, the things, <laughs> oddly enough, we can't smell. At least we can smell, but our brain doesn't tell us that we're smelling them. That's becoming more and more important to me. Does that make some sense? Yeah, I, I think that's a really great answer because people are automatically connected to smells that come at them or that we're asked to kind of think about. But I like that answer because there's so much that's just 
below the conscious that's just around us all the time that we don't think about unless it's really sticking out and kind of yep. makes us uncomfortable. Yep. It's, it's the reassuring smells, the things that uh, even before we got involved with Fifth Sense, I was hearing that uh, people who whose sense of smell was not quite right or had left, they no longer could tell if people liked them when they walked into a room. And I started thinking about those aromas, those things which uh, the literally smelling an atmosphere. And they say, oh, there's a bit of a strange atmosphere in here. And it's quite often people who don't like you. You get a strange atmosphere when there's that kind of a feeling. Uh -huh. um, and that, I'm just particularly interested in that. I'm not sure how you make it, but perhaps those many things, if you see a GC analysis of rose, for example, and there are, you can recreate the smell of rose really well out of 10 things. What about the other 290? What are they doing? Yeah. Maybe, maybe those little things are the things we can't uh, obviously smell, but they're the things which, when you smell a rose, actual real rose, make you feel reassured and calm and all the other things that ancient history claims that they do. And it's just that science hasn't found out how yet. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm particularly interested. If I won the lottery, I'd fund that research. You know, I think like most people, I'm intrigued by the aspect of the sense of smell that makes it the, the one sense, I, probably the most subliminal sense we have. And I am fascinated by the subliminal. Everything I write about is the subliminal one way or another. And I think that the sense of smell is the most subliminal one we've got because it just bypasses the intellect and goes straight for the emotions. So it's, it's a very pure, it's a wonderful place to live when you're a writer trying to come up with what's the what's the basis of a character? What's their most core value? It, that's gonna come out of their emotions. So I love living in that part of the world. But as a writer, the challenge of the sense of smell is that we don't have a lot of words to describe it. Um, because it is so subliminal, because we don't pay attention to it, we just don't have the adjectives the way we do for vision or taste or, I mean, or touch or any of those. And so as a writer, you're, you're, you're challenged and almost immediately thrown into poetry and metaphor yeah. and, um, and some really fascinating places to live as a writer. For me, the sense of smell is a thing that we can all, you know, agree on. Most of us have it, right? That is this acknowledgement of the invisible world made visible. And so as we start to understand the vibrational aspects of smell, I think that there is a part of it that we've yet to unravel. And that to me is the magic of it. Like we just don't understand all of it. So it's this wonderful mystery that is an acknowledgement of kind of the invisible things in our world that are still mysterious. It's like, um, or like a frontier, a whole new frontier of to, to be explored. Um, which you know, just unravels its mystery to me all of, all of the time. You know, in Champagne, um, the chef de cave, cave of uh, <laughs> Leclerc, my French is terrible, of Leclerc Riant, uh, who's a biodynamic winemaker, he says, you know, we only know less than 5,000 molecules in champagne and yet it has 50,000 molecules and yet we think we know champagne. Right. And this is like the best way to express, I think, smell to me is still that mystery of, you know, they can put it through a bunch of machines and try to say what molecules are in it, but really we don't know. 
And it's in the not knowing that it gives us the most magic. Smell to me is a, it, it's a great question because I realized partway through my PhD that smell is actually about being alive. It's about, it's a signifier of activity and of action and of change and being very, very aware of the environment around us. And those are all incredibly important parts of my life outside the work. So it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a natural sort of like segue that that's, that's essentially what smell means to me. Um, I'm interested in our relationship with the environment. I'm interested in the activities that we see on an everyday basis and that we experience on an everyday basis. And smell is a part of those. And it, it reminds me that I'm here, I exist, um, and I interact. Yeah, that's so perfect. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, can I share something that you wrote, which I love too? Which kind Come of on. <laughs> you wrote smell remains an undervalued and under-researched sense which possesses the capacity to induce time travel and momentary location displacement translating anonymous space into personalized place so beautiful that's me when i'm in good phd mode or oh, writing right, right. <laughs> but it was so well written I, I was like i have to share that because i think it's so it, it, it encapsulates so much right so tell me about that it does. And I, I just had this whole sort of like idea. It was, I, I'm a very visual person. So that for me was about the whole idea of the compression of time and sort of like the location displacement about the sort of like capacity to be able to suddenly be somewhere completely different. And I, I was reading a lot when I first started this work of Diane Ackerman. And I think she alludes to something very similar and it it was just over time and giving sort of like a series of talks that I refined that to say that's exactly what smell is in my world it's moving from anonymous to personal but within the same geographic context okay well to me the words that come to my heart are emotion a connection, presence, rawness, instinct, and truth, you know, like, it's like the most honest sense to me. So, yeah, I could I haven't say heard that. I like honest. I think that's a really new and unique perspective. It can't lie to you, really. It can't. <laughs> like, if and that's why I love it, because you can make up other senses and try to like something or, you know, like make yourself like a visual or, but with sense, as we know, it's so connected with our animal uh, part. We are all animals. And sense of smell remind us that even we want to, or if we don't, like it doesn't matter. So it is truly honest to me. So if you like something from your core, from your nose, and then it, that's what it is. And if you don't, you also like, you can't um, 
like vanish. And I think we, as a, as a society, we try to escape for, from that. And, and I think that's the opposite we should do. I mean, in my humble opinion, because I think we are just so mental and um, escaping from our own bodies constantly to, to avoid uh, what we feel, who we are, you know, like the deep inside us, that sense of smell take us back to that. Like it doesn't ask questions. It just goes to, to, the, to the point. Sense of smell for me, I think means being able to reach outside of myself. You know, it's, it's a, this, it's a more than any other sense, I think. The sense that uh, makes us spatially aware. It makes us aware of our world, of what's around us, of what's in the air. Um, and it uh, integrates us into this kind of tissue uh, of the world, of the smells, of the, you know, the trees that you're near. You don't have to see them or touch them if, if you can smell them. You know, oh, okay, this, you know, the cherry blossoms are blooming kind of thing. Uh, so it, it, it integrates you in, into the world around you, and it's a way that we can reach out and touch in, in a strange kind of way yeah, yeah. the world around us, and I think that's really special. Smell to me is an indispensable factor in my quality of, uh, of life. It's a huge source of uh, pleasure. And not only pleasure, that's the positive side. It's also a negative side to smell as well. There's some smells we don't like and make us move away from them, toxins. Well, there are those paradoxes in uh, human life where you have to balance both of them. Sometimes you need pleasure, sometimes you need pain. Uh, it's, getting that, that, it's getting that balance. But, but for me, smell, can I imagine a world without smell? Smell just, uh, if I can use this, colours my world more bright. Thank you for joining me on An Aromatic Life. If you're interested in learning more about your sense of smell from all different perspectives, subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends too. And it would be really helpful if you could rate the podcast so it helps others find it too. I also invite you to check out my website, falkaromatherapy.com, where you'll find information about workshops, courses, and other programs I offer. And make sure you grab my free audio training, How to Smell to Be Well, which you can download from my website. Until next time, remember to smell everything and have a wonderful day. <laughs>